band meeting. Six shows, seven days. What do you guys need a band for? So that our band can go on tour. I can drive y'all. Every touring band needs a roadie, don't they? Sorry, I didn't get your name. My name's Peckerhead. That is not your name. It's tour time. Peck, we gotta move, let's go! What could be taking him so long? Hello? Every night at midnight, I turn into something. Who's to say it wouldn't be one of us next time? I am in complete control. <laughs> Yo, put your head down so we can get the top of your dome. Bienvenue à la Buite de Nuit. Welcome to the nightclub, where we are the ones who turn people we don't like into grindcore album covers. I'm Travis Maxwell Boone, and I appreciate your scones. Tonight, I'm joined by... I'm Rickles, also known as Blowjob Eyes, also known as Morning After Pill Rick. That's me. <laughs> Plan B Rick. Yeah, Plan B Rick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we also have with us that that tall Cajun boy chopping down trees. Yeah, yeah, boy. This is Trevor here, and I'm currently working on my next song about Libya. What? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, the, yeah. I know what you're doing. I know. What yes, you're you doing. know what I'm doing. Yeah, yes, you know that guy. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> Our newest addition to the nightclub. Uh, he's fresh off his indoctrination. He is the uh, the wordsmith behind our getting cosmic cut theme song, ladies and gentlemen. We have what up, guys? It's Cody Co. The heroine's wearing. Also, it might be a long night. <laughs> Very good. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're going to talk about every once in a while. And I want to say it started with a movie that Cody himself brought to us, Night of Something Strange. We've had a few movies come along, and some that we've later state claims. I'm a state claim right now and say Evil Dead is like a nightclub movie. Night of Something Strange is a nightclub movie. Ricky, you brought this movie to us, and tonight we have the titular character in this film is with us. Uh, not the character, but the man who plays him. Tonight we're talking about Uncle Peckerhead, and we have Uncle Peckerhead, Mr. David Littleton. Thank you so much for being on the nightclub. Yeah, of course. Uh, also known as Big Fat Dave, also known as... 
Peckerhead, also known as Peck to my friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, Peck, Peck. <laughs> I love it. Peck. Peck. That sounds like a Cajun ass thing to say. It's like, what's up, Peck? Yeah. That's Peck, what you call yeah. T- Hey, Peck. T Peck. Oh, that boy Peck. That boy Peck, man, he gets crazy for 13 minutes at midnight. I'll tell you what. Uncle Peckerhead is. I would. I'm. It's a nightclub movie, man. It's it's crazy. It's silly. It's got heart. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to like go go Structure, too crazy. Bud. Yeah, yeah. Too soon. <laughs> He's not here anymore. We don't have. To... <laughs> I know. That's oh, the only reason I ever bitched about the goddamn structure. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So for tonight, we're gonna be covering. We're gonna do a midnight ritual of Uncle Peckerhead. We're gonna break that shit down. But before we do, we want to talk to. Big fat Brooklyn Dave over there in Brooklyn. I spent some time in New York City. Uh, yeah, for for a while. Yeah, I, I miss I miss the city. Um, yeah, no, sometimes. it's a good it's a good place. Yeah, I wanted to get I wanted to get our audience to get to know you a bit. Um, can, before we get to your history of horror, which is something I like to do, like run us through your career a bit, like like how how you started out and what's been going on and the whole rigmarole. Yeah, so uh, I originally was an actor in high school and then studied it in college and then moved to New York. And I was in New York maybe six months, and I just said, fuck this. Um, I just I hated going on auditions. I hated headshots. I hated all that marketing shit that goes with acting. And during that time, when you're in New York, you either waited table, you're an actor, you either waited tables or you tempt. And I tempt, I hated waiting tables. So, and I was really lucky in that I got uh, some really cool jobs. I worked at MTV for a while. I worked uh, at the United Nations, but I eventually, uh, I would just answer phones, but I eventually taught myself to type. And then at the next gig, I taught myself word processing. And then at the next gig, I taught myself desktop publishing. And then it, uh, at the next one, I was doing graphic design. So uh, I ended up being a graphic designer for like 30 years. And uh, I moved out to uh, San Francisco uh, during the first like dot-com boom um, and worked for IBM and did a, a bunch of uh, independent stuff as well. Um, and then uh, I was doing a gig uh, for a production company in Los Angeles and ended up moving there to be their art director. And so I started doing a lot more kind of like entertainment design, uh, title design, key art uh, for like independent movies and shit like that. And then, um, but I noticed that uh, I was kind of skating around this kind of first love. You know, I was doing all this stuff that was around entertainment, but but not doing uh, any acting. And so... Um, I moved back to New York and um, in 2016, uh, I started back, you know, just doing like little auditions here and there. And uh, I had a a year where I just did absolute crap, you know, uh, a million short films that were terrible. Some were pretty good, but a lot of them were ass. And then um, uh, I did all these terrible plays. I did one that was a spoken word play about a school shooting that is oh, just wow. about the worst piece of shit. Uh, yeah, it was so bad. And and the thing was, I, I had read this, this script and I read just like 
one section of it and that seemed all right. And then uh, I signed on to do it and then I got to read the, the rest of it and it was garbage. So I, I've learned that lesson to <laughs> always read the entire script before you commit. Anyway, um, and then I started getting uh, some, some decent work in theater in New York. So I did Shakespeare in the Park. I did um, uh, some other shit like that. And then I started doing uh, regional stuff. And I was down in uh, Florida doing a two-hander, which is uh, just a two-person play about a, a guy in a collapsed coal mine called Dorside Hollow. It's a great play. But I was playing this Southern character. And then I, I got the, the notice for uh, Uncle Peckerhead. So I, I did a tape for that down there. This was early 2018. Um, I did, uh, I sent them a tape and then I came in, uh, when the run of the show was over down in Florida and I, um, did a chemistry read with the cast and then, uh, yeah, yeah, we made the movie that summer in June. We shot in, uh, Mostly New Jersey, and then also Philadelphia, and uh, a few things in Brooklyn. Where, well. where, where in Jersey did y'all film? Because that's where all over the place. Oh yeah, 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 all over the place. I mean, mostly like southern and coastal Jersey, like Brick, the venue, the House of Independence, where the big show is. That's in Asbury Park. Mm. Yeah, it was a hoot. So yeah, and that's uh you know I've and I've, I've worked since then I've I've done uh, some television and uh, I, I shot another uh, horror film that I can't really say anything else about. Oh well, I, that, those non disclosures. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah. And we're not we're not but, like. But you should you should be able to see it this year. Nice. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I, I look. It's a very sm- it. it's a very very small part. It's like a cameo, but. Uh, yeah, you, you, I'm. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to check it out this year. Nice, nice. Hopefully, yeah. if the night the nightclub ever makes a movie, we can get Dave in there. Hell there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah! But so you have a storied history. Like you yeah, worked for very. IBM, and all, like that was one thing that kind of I was like, holy shit! When you when you get to talk with, uh, we're we're all thirty somethings. When you get to yeah, talk yeah. to somebody who's got like all these things behind, like you've seen the internet come and blow up. Uh, oh please! I I remember when there was no internet. I mean, it right. was crazy. Yeah, it, that that kind of shit right there. I'm fascinated by because I mean, I kind of do. I think we all do too. Like us growing like up a in little Mama. bit. Yeah, yeah. We, like we, I remember when we got internet. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm old enough to remember. I was like, oh, this this dial up shit is the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making that squeaky oh, noise. Yeah. Thing. yeah, five I minutes of wait ear rupturing noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it took like 10 minutes to connect <laughs> yeah it's like yep. i'm downloading this dragon ball z picture for like like yeah five minutes like oh my god <laughs> i can't wait to see this five minutes from now and now if our phones print don't, it out oh yeah print it out and now if our phones don't work in like two nanoseconds we're just pissed yeah. off at a at the sa- the satellites we're like what the fuck is this what the fuck is this this signal ain't and just a, space and just imagine enough. what it'll be like in 10 years from now you know like right. it'll, it'll, we'll be looking back at 2024 thinking jesus christ how did we get by you know oh yeah elon right. musk is gonna have us all transmitting our fetishes into each other's minds it's gonna be fucking dope <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't wait okay, we're gonna be beaming into other places and shit 
Dude, I'm going to melt your minds. There's going to be feet and piss everywhere. It's going to be fucking insane. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Dave, you, <laughs> the thing, the thing, the thing I'm curious about though is some of the the stage play that you did, um, the acting on stage. I'm I I would like to also one day act. I'd I'd like to write and direct as well. But but acting is fun. Uh, at least a little tiny, tiny bit I've done with my friends, mainly Cody over there. Mm-hmm. What, what's it like being on a stage? Like, what's it? I I, I hear stories about the the audience dictates your performance in a way, even though the words are planned. I hear like different people talk about it. So, what was it like for you on stage? Yeah, yeah. I there, I mean, the thing about theater is that it's like this human experience, you know. And and making a movie is a very human experience as well but once the once you know you're done with it then it becomes this machine you know it's chopped up and edited by a machine and then it's projected by a machine and and so with theater like absolutely there's this energy that goes back and forth and then you know sometimes you'll feel like i did exactly what i did yesterday and nobody's responding or you know, wow, this audience is like really tuned in or whatever. But there's also this kind of thrilling element of like things, you know, you don't get another take. So, you know, you have to be on your shit like every moment. Like the the play that I did in in Florida, I was literally on stage when the lights came on and I didn't leave until the lights went down and I was, I had a broken leg. So I'm laying in the same position for like 90 minutes. So, uh, you're like, yeah, it, 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 it can be intense. Um, but also it's like super gratifying. I, I, I did the, the play that I did for Shakespeare in the park. Uh, Oh my God. It, it was such a crazy experience. So we did Julius Caesar and the, the head of the public theater, which is a big uh, theater here in New York, mm-hmm. um, was the director. And so he did it modern day and he made Caesar Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, you know, C- Caesar's wife was Melania. There was right. a Sarah Palin was uh, Mark Antony. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy i mean it was really good like the people who were in it like Corey stoll was in it greg henry who's in all the guardians of the galaxy he was the the villain in what's that jamie gunn alien movie uh where jenna fisher like blows up slither slither yeah yeah yeah, i almost said slice i'm like that's adrian brody like no (laughs) (laughs) so so i mean it had this amazing no i just i just picture, picture trump being like a to Brute. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he the, the guy who played him, uh, Greg Henry, was amazing, and mm-hmm. he was able to like honor the the language, but at the same time give you Trump. And you know, <laughs> Caesar and Julius Caesar is brutally murdered, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. I bet, uh, I bet a lot of people love that scene. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so people either loved it or hated it. Yeah. So we started yeah. getting. So somebody took a, a video with their phone of just the murder scene, you know, out of context. And here it is, like, all this public funding go t- going to this, like, <laughs> murdering the president. 
That's Cosmica. <laughs> so yeah, then, bro. then we have like these right wing uh, zealots, big you know Trumpers, MAGA people, who start protesting in the park, and then we start having people running on the stage, interrupting the show. Oh, um, and it got to the point where they had to hire like all these ex FBI secret service types that were like peppered all over the theater because they were afraid somebody was just going to like take a gun and start shooting. So we had to have training about how to handle uh, a mass shooting and where we would, you know, run to. And I mean, it was crazy. You know, theater, theater is not for sissies. (laughs) <laughs> Boom! You heard it from the fucking the the mouth of uh, Big Fat Dave over there. Yeah, Big Fat Dave says, "I love so, it." Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I love working in both mediums. Um, they're they're just super different. They're just very, very, very different. To me, like a stage play feels like it would be like in in tonight's movie, like a rock show. Like, yes, it's rehearsed, but it's in the moment, and things can happen, and you're in front of people. As to oppo- exactly. oppo- opposed to a movie, you have a lot of control. It's a controlled environment 100%. for the most part. For the most part, 100%. Things, you can, magic can, you can happen, fix things but... in post. You know, there's there's a lot of freedom. You know, you're at a show and somebody throws a beer bottle at you. Like that's <laughs> that's happening in the moment. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I got to dodge this beer bottle. I didn't have to do that on set. Well, unless uh, <laughs> unless your boy over there was fucking you know tossing gizzards and entrails at you. But um, no, I would I, love I was, to perform on stage. That that would be amazing. Me too, and that's why I wanted to ask about. It's something I've always been curious about. I, I don't, I don't think I have the cojones to to attempt. Yeah, you do. I, I, well, okay, I do. But I, but you I, can. I don't, I don't think I want to at this point in my life. I'd rather make a movie first before and get like some more private acting. When I say private, I mean in front of my peeps under under my belt before I would attempt to ever step on a stage because yeah that's next level shit in my opinion that's like yeah. it, it's the art form I could, you can definitely see where it would be a lot more nerve-wracking right yeah you know to get in front of a bunch of people Absolutely. expecting like they're expecting you to you to show them something and yeah dude like that's nerve-wracking to me i want to do this live one day i think we could handle it just saying sure. that'd be fun they sure. had a they had, they had a podcast in uh lake charles I forget what the name of, of the podcast was, but it was a horror podcast that did a live show in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And I was I was listening to it, and I'm like, these guys are good. I think we could do this because yeah. I'm listening to – they were like beer and – um, I forget the exact name of them, like beer and gore or something like that. It's, it, this is a few years ago, but I, I'd be I'd be cool with doing something like that because I'm comfortable doing this. And right. I know mm-hmm. I kind of know this, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, whatever, but – I'm very, I'm very impressed anytime anyone gets on a stage and, and does the goddamn thing and sounds like you did the goddamn thing. You're still doing yeah. the goddamn thing, it, showing up in movies and shit. I'm looking for, forward to <laughs> Trevor's name, Etu Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> that, ball, that, that, that ball was sucking up to Trump and then he was like, nah, fuck you, Trump. Stabbed um, him right in his stomach, bro. <laughs> he did. Good um, shot. <laughs> anyway, we, not to be political here, but um, that's that's an amazing like rundown of of where you've been and what you've been been up to as well. I, I can't wait to see this movie that you're you're showing up in. 
because I'm thirsty for some, I'm thirstica for some 2024 (laughs) movies. I'm still watching 2023s, but I'm thirsty already for some more horror movies because we're some horror junkies. And that leads me to want to ask you about your history with horror. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. Scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Take me back in time. What was the first thing you ever watched, or or read even? Because I know those the EC comics were like you know all the fucking rage. What's the first um, experience Horror you had medium with... that just grabbed you by the? Okay, so the the, the first thing I remember. So my uncle used to love to scare the shit out of us. <laughs> he, he lived in Georgia. We, I grew up in Texas, but he would come to visit and he would just tell us these stories about the toilet bowl monster and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that guy. The toilet bowl right? monster? Yeah, the oh, toilet yes. bowl monster would like reach up and just pull you down. I was uh-huh. going to say, I want to hear about the toilet bowl monster. I yeah, never heard yeah. this shit. Yeah. No and he intended. mostly hung out at mes- Mexican <laughs> restaurants, is, is what John used to say. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> yeah, no bueno. Um, so, I mean, I think that is the very first thing. And there's nothing like that, like, being scared out of your mind for a second and then just being able to, like, land again. That to, I mean, that's a high that I'm still kind of chasing. Mm. Um, you know, I've gone skydiving all sorts of shit like that. Um, Cause I, I just love that moment of what the fuck. And then with, with horror movies, uh, there's like a, a safety valve there. Like, you know, it, it, it's not a real person coming at you, you know, but you get to, to, there's just, there's, there's, you know, you're at the end of the night, it's a movie and you're going to turn it off and the killer's not going to come get you. Um, right. So, uh, I think the, the first horror movie I saw was The Birds. Classic. And I was probably like six years old. Not, whoa, nice. And, uh, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. The, not so much The Birds, but the people with their eyes pecked out. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That fucked me up. That fucked me up good. And then, um, right around the time I was like nearing the end of elementary school, is when like that beautiful late seventies uh horror shit started to happen. So I remember my brother telling me about he went to see it. I couldn't go see it, but he gave me the play by play and it was almost like listening to a horror podcast or something, you know. Um and that was uh one of these uh anthology films like Tales of the Crypt or uh Asylum. Um, I think it was Asylum because he was telling me the story of there's this guy who watches over a bunch of blind people and he treats them like shit. And he's got these two German shepherds and he's always like scaring him with the German shepherds. And finally, they're able to like catch the German shepherds and they starve them in this room. And then they lure this guy into this uh kind of maze that they've built without him knowing. And on the side of the maze, there are all these razor blades 
And then they released the dogs to chase him through this like very narrow passage with all these oh, razor blades in it. Shit. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck yeah, man. That's amazing. I think after that, uh, my, my brother and my dad went to go see, uh, Marathon Man and they decided that, uh, I was too young to go. So they dumped me off, uh, at, it was a multiplex. They dumped me off and I watched Burnt Offerings. Oh, fuck yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. Burnt Offerings. I fucking love, but I, I, I had, I had nightmares about that show for, for like 10 years. Easy. Full disclosure. Um, I watched, I watched Burnt Offerings just because it's the same house as uh in as uh the mortuary in Phantasm. <laughs> oh, is it the same house? Yeah, it's the same. Oh, I didn't know it's that. The same uh Morningside uh, okay. mortuary. Yep. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice bit of trivia. I found that out, and I was like, I gotta watch the movie because I'm a big. Yeah, if, if you haven't seen freak. it, it's it's directed by Dan Curtis, who did Dark Shadows, and he did a trilogy of terror with Karen Black about the Devil Doll. We just had and, somebody recently mention the, the trilogy of terror to us. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. And uh it has a great cast like Oliver Reed, uh Betty Davis, um Karen Black. Mm-hmm. Uh it's so good. It's who so was good. That? And was then that, from was that fucking uh, homeboy from the average that was talking about trilogy? Who who was talking about that? Maybe. Maybe that it was, was him. That was so that was super recent too. They mentioned yeah. Karen. I've never seen it, but they mentioned Karen Black. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Dave. No, that's all right. So from that from that time on, I've just been a horror junkie, you know, pretty much my whole life. Reading and uh movies. Definitely. What are, what are some of your favorite recent horror movies like of the last 10, 20 years that have come out that have been like knock your socks off great? Because I know I, you love the I, shining, I, uh based on I love that, the shining. That, that dope I fucking love Kill List. I haven't Kill seen List. it. I haven't seen that. Kill List. If you like, if you have not seen Kill List, I'm not going to say anything about it, about what it's about or anything. Okay. okay. Watch it. You might have to watch it with subtitles because there's like a thick, uh, like lower class British accent. Oh, for sure. But like, just stay with it. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Don't look at the cover art. Just go watch it. So, uh, that is. Uh, definitely probably my favorite in the last 20 years. Uh, I, I also love It Follows. I'm glad that no, you I'm, love uh, that movie because we're going to be talking about that movie this year. Um, not, well, we have some friends of the show that want to talk about it, but uh-huh. also the fact that the sequel's coming out, it's going to be a little timely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's dope because I can't, I also love that movie too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. All those shots of just like, you're looking in the background to see like where it's where the from. people are. Cause you yeah, know, yeah, you just somewhere. know it's there somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, so Where's good. Waldo? Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> Where's monster. That's um, the shit about so, it. That I, freaked me the fuck out, man. Oh my yeah, God. I, I, I love uh, that. Uh, I love all those, uh, French extremism. I don't know if that's in the last 20 years that might be past that. No. Yeah. That's, that's um, like the mid two thousands. They were doing fucking yeah, like, martyrs, uh, martyrs and, uh, Right. Um, inside. Um, what's that other one about like amazing, the rednecks? I huh? still haven't seen Inside, but what's the one about like the French, like redneck cannibals? Um, uh, I've seen it. Frontiers. Frontiers. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I, I love that stuff. Um, I loved, uh, Raw. Mm. 
That one's been oh, on my list yeah. since it came out. I still have not seen that movie. Same. Oh, I, I got to see. So I did this crazy trip in 2016 where I went, uh, I was like in Europe for about six weeks, just bouncing around. And, uh, I ended up in Barcelona and like 40 miles south of Barcelona is this town called Sitges. And that's where they have the biggest genre film festival for all of Europe. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see Raw at Sitges, and every time something like gruesome or gross happened, the the entire audience would just burst into cheers. It, yeah. it was kind of a, an amazing experience. Nice. It almost be like seeing Terrifier too in theaters or something like that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I went I went and saw it on its uh, the last outing that it had this past. I think what was that, Rick? November. Yeah, yeah, it was November that it came back. I still need to yeah. get you that that fucking poster. I'm sorry, I haven't yeah. gotten you that poster yet. Um, Shit, I went see Terrifier two twice in theaters while it was there, man. <laughs> I loved it so much. I actually so saw. This is a crazy story. I saw the first Terrifier uh, at one of the only probably uh, uh, theater screenings it ever oh. had. Oh wow! And, uh, it was at Lincoln Center, uh, which in New York, Lincoln Center is like the poshest, like, uh, <laughs> cultural institution in New York. Nice. But they have this, <laughs> they used to have this thing called scary movies. And for like a week, they would show just like all this crazy shit. And we got to see, uh, the first terrifier with the actor there. The director was there. The producer it was fun. I went um to the IFC Center to see Pulp Fiction when I lived up there. Um, that was my first theater watch of that movie. Well, only theater watch of that movie. And it was fun. Uh-huh. E- everyone who was there, it's like the crowd the crowd knew what they were in for and, and it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a good experience with good energy. Um lo- I love I love the theater, um movie theaters right. specifically. Yeah. Well, this is kind of jumping the gun, but did Uncle Peckerhead get a theatrical run? at all no it didn't um what what ended up happening was we we were uh scheduled for about 20 festivals uh at the very beginning of 2020 so we went to the first one which was panic fest uh which is in kansas city if you get the chance to go to panic fest it's an absolute blast um it's run by really good people they love fucking horror um so I, I strongly recommend it. Um, Fuck yeah. So we premiered there. Uh, we got a best of fest, uh, and we we're about to, to hit like 20 other festivals, Chattanooga, uh, one down in Florida. That's a big horror one. Um, and then COVID hit. Everything got canceled. We had, uh, tickets to go, to go to Silicon Valley for uh cinequest and uh we we weren't able to go because everything got canceled fucking covid fucked everything up god damn it, it. yeah fuck covid yeah fuck covid um well i just okay. had covid yeah i'm glad you're feeling better after that and it, it sucks that it came in and, you know it, it fucked everybody's shit up for a long time yeah. so that's that's a dark mark on a uh, history right there but but I'm, I'm very happy that I got to see one of the few times it did screen in a theater. And we did a Q&A after, uh, and that was really fun. I know the horror fans nice. in there must have been fucking losing their minds. I know they yeah, were. They liked it. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. 
Alright, well, with that being said, everybody, let's go ahead and um, dive into tonight's Midnight Ritual for, for Uncle Peckerhead. What you're going to want to do, if you have not seen tonight's movie, I want you to cry the fuck off now. Don't fucking listen to the rest of this shit. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to fucking get the guy that owes you. He owes you money for the show you played, even though you only know 22 minutes of fucking music. <laughs> and he expected you to play three hours. You're going to take that guy, and you're going to give him a good talking to. And by good talking to, I mean you're going to eat his fucking face off. In the, in the <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to want to do. What the mm. fuck do you do with $3? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Take a shit and wipe your ass with it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. What you're going to want to do is make sure you don't call the venue manager before Friday, or he will burn your demo in a fire. <laughs> Basically, what you want to do is make sure you're on the right side of pack when it turns to midnight. Boom. Straight up. Yeah, Bob. Right on. Tonight's movie is Uncle Peckerhead, bitches. Let the ritual begin. Peckerhead is a 2020 splatterpunk comedy horror movie written and directed by Matthew John Lawrence, a man that you mentioned earlier who unfortunately could not be here tonight because he's in L.A. doing the goddamn thing. The, the splatterpunk subgenre of horror, holy shit, is it storied. And a lot of it has, you know, so, there are some comedic elements. There's definitely gore elements, and this movie is gory as fuck. I, earlier in the movie, or Earlier in the episode, when I mentioned grindcore, or or I'm, I I might have meant grindcore, but I meant yeah, so I probably fucked that up. But no. those those album covers have like the fucking guts and shit on it. And when I saw this movie, I was thinking about like listening to Heavy Hole podcast and how they describe because they they love their grindcore, right? Am I saying yeah. it right, Rick? Or I'm saying it wrong. It's grindcore. Grindcore, gore grind. Gore grind. All That's that. what I meant to say. Yeah. Gore grind. I, I did fuck up the intro. God damn it, mad bruh. Turn that machine off. You been there, pet my chew. All the, to myself. All the, dude, like all the grind genres might as well be the same thing. Don't, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Well, what yeah. this movie stands apart is that it has like some wholesomeness to it. The characters in this movie 
I fucking love the characters in this movie. And Uncle Peckerhead himself is so Dave like and yeah, it's not Such because a you're, presence. Oh, a presence. Yeah. yeah. And it's not because you're here because if you weren't here and we were just doing this show for our own like uh midnight ritual, our own review of the show, I'd be saying the same shit. This guy is like endearing. And Right. Yeah. I think it's the accent a little bit. I do because <laughs> something about the way it's a big part of it. Cuz he could be like well, I tell you what, he could be that kind of Southern, but he's not. He's like a sweet Southern. Well, y'all, I I did what I had to do for my. When I saw that, what's her name? Judy was upset. Like it's the way he does. <laughs> the way you do it is so fucking endearing. So I lo- I love the characters in this movie. Yeah, I got I gotta I gotta lean on you a little bit, Dave, for production notes because I am the best. Ain't got shit. They don't have nothing. Um, they, they got like two things, and I'm like, oh, fuck those two things. We got the man here. So going into this movie, you, you got you got called in for Uncle Peckerhead. I assume you you sat down with Matthew and probably a casting agent um, had to do an audition. Or can can you run us through that, that little process? Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I was doing this play down in Florida, and I got the notice. And so I, I sent in a tape, and the tape was the diner scene. Where I'm explaining, like, oh, wow. you know, great scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they liked it, and they just said, like, you know, as soon as you're done in Florida, like, we we need to, because apparently they, uh, you know, I, we've had this conversation with Matt and other uh, podcasts, and and they were having a hard time casting this particular character, and so yeah, I was I was doing this show, so I was already doing a Southern accent. The accent that I was doing, kind of like what you were were saying about, uh, you know, if he had a uh, a real like short mean, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Short mean, I like uh, short mean. <laughs> it wouldn't be as endearing, but I I I basically based the 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 voice on my uncle who lives in Georgia, and he that's exactly the lilt of his voice, like everything, like hey David, oh. how are you? <laughs> And, and, and he's just the nicest guy, you know? And, uh, and so everything kind of came out of that. Um, in, did your, in terms did your of, uncle watch the movie? He has watched the movie. I've never said that, like, look, this, this voice is based on you, you know? Um, what did, what did, what did, what did, what did uncle think of the movie? Oh, he loved it. And he's a, nice. he's a big horror fan too. Like, nice. he's, nice. he's, he's the yeah. one who like first got me into horror stuff. Oh, you know? that's, the, that's the toilet monster uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but he talk but he talks like this, you know. He right. he's got just mm-hmm. that that very slow hey, lilt. If you do that the rest of the show, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be I'm just saying I'm not gonna be mad. Look, that that, <laughs> that voice is so comforting. If you would read me the the Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, but in that voice <laughs> Nevermore. <laughs> Never <laughs> more. Oh man, I love it. I love it. So you got the part going through the movie how long so did we take- shot yeah so, so we shot um i think it was 17 or 19 days quick movie it was like a wow. very very tight schedule and and there would be days where we would literally like shoot nights in jersey and then get in the car and drive to philly and have to be ready to to shoot in the morning for, for that so it was a, a pretty wow. intense production you know, Matt basically 
finance the film himself. And so uh, it was, I mean, and, and, you know, it's clear it's not a huge budget film, Mm -hmm. but, you know, for the, for the budget that we had, I think, you know, it it looks pretty good. If you would, uh, man. Oh, that, yeah, definitely. But it's a work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And, I, if you would tell me this was, uh, I mean, I would believe it's a low, but I'd believe it's an indie film. But if you would tell me this movie was made for a million dollars, I'd be like, okay, okay. You know, a, a big part of it went to the effects. Like all those practical oh, yeah. effects are so expensive. Right. And so, uh, Matt was able to find this, you know, first he, he tried to, you know, he went out to some indie houses, effects houses, and they were like, what you want to do with your budget is laughable, you know, for us. But we have this guy who helps us out, and he might be able to. And so he he hired this guy um, who was an assistant working on other things, and he's gone on to work on some major projects. Uh, his name's Jared uh, Balog, and he did amazing work, you know, he he did absolutely and clearly you know he just mm-hmm. did did uh fantastic fantastic work i also want to let every listener know right now that this movie that we're talking about tonight from a critic standpoint this is not audience audiences enjoy this movie too it's a fresh rating but i want to let everyone know critically uncle peckerhead sits at a hundred percent on on rotten tomatoes that's yep. that's and I know people shit on critics all the time and whatever else, but you know yes. what? The people reviewing this fucking movie are, are fans of horror and know what the fuck's up. And it, I'm talking about the ones that get paid to write criticism. Right. And this movie's yeah. sitting at a fresh 68% from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fucking uh, audience reviewers. So people love this it's movie. Got a, it's got a six on IMDb too, and, that, and, that's, and that's not bad. That's not bad yeah. for a horror movie because horror is great. With IMDb, when three point three or three point two on Letterboxd, okay, which is also high on Letterboxd because yeah. Letterboxd yeah. be getting no one, no one. Letterboxd and IMDb, you basically add a point if yeah. it's horror. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> to get an idea for it because yeah, it's always that, low. There's always some normies that come in there and don't know what the fuck they're looking at and they don't appreciate right. what's going on and, and understand. Boy, oh boy. Like it, it, it's, it's funny because my experience, it, like looking at these things and I don't look at them all the time. I look at it pretty lightly, but, uh, when I do, it'll be like 80 to 90% just people like this is fun. You know, it's not deep. It's, it's not going to change the world. It's just a fun little rock and roll movie. And then like 10% will just be like horseshit, garbage, you know, just like the worst wow. movie I've ever seen. Ugh, fuck those people. And you know what? I bet there's a, even in the, the other 90%, I bet there's a 10% in there that are like, this movie did change my life. This movie yeah, did yeah. impact me like right. big time. And, and that's, that's the fucking folks that fucking love this kind of shit, man. Like it, bloody disgusting. The AV Club, the Rumor, all these respected critics out there yeah. are are fucking giving this high praise. Like, and that's I'm trying to emphasize that because people shit on critics, but sometimes certain critics know what they're talking about, and you have to you have to sift through it, right? And yeah. I know that we, even though we're doing a horror podcast here, and we give we give things tens freely, like on the nightclub, we do give things tens freely, but. We are also some in some kind of way 
performing criticism. We 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 critique these movies. Yeah, we absolutely. Make, we make jokes the whole time because it's fun to 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 be stupid about shit. But it's also like, well, like this past year, I have to ask Dave. I have to ask him. Did you see Skinnamarink? Oh uh, yeah, boy. I did. What did you think of that, dude? I see everything. So yeah, I saw Skinnamarink. I saw. Uh, the what's the Outwaters? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because those of- two, it was interesting because those two came out at the around the same time. Yeah, and they're just like opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I you know I know how hard it is to make a movie, so uh, I I don't like to right like go balls out to trash something. Yes, sure. um, right. I I. I appreciated Skidamarink on the level of ingenuity and like tapping into something, uh, that is kind of this like primal childlike imprinted fear. Absolutely. But it, at the end of the day, like personally, I got a little bored. I, I hear you. That's everyone's. So I love the movie a lot, like a lot. Uh-huh. And that's Travis that's, might be the biggest Skidamarink fan there is just to let right you know. On. No, I, I think there's, you know, there's room for that. A hundred percent. And I get that that's the main criticism, but I'm, I'm glad. I love to hear that you watched and the same with the Outwaters. Um, we have a friend that has another podcast, Shuttle the Pod, Brian. He loves the Outwaters. He loves the Outwaters so much. And I, I, I love it too. I love the, and these movies were January, February. They were, and I saw uh-huh. them. I saw one in theaters. I saw the uh, uh, Outwaters in theaters. That was an amazing experience. I saw Skinnamarink. First, I tried to watch it, and I got mad at it. In like, uh-huh. 10, <laughs> in like 10 minutes, I was like, fuck this tripe. I ain't watching this bullshit. Then I, I saw all the, the, the people that are like how the 10% of the Uncle Pecker heads are, where they're like, this movie is the fucking best. And I'm like, you know what? I need to give this movie a fair shake. So I watched yeah. it on my laptop in the dark with my earbuds in alone. Oh, that's smart. And that's it, how it should be watched. I a hundred percent agree that that's actually how that movie should be. Cause yeah, it, with like locked in your bedroom with the door closed. Yeah. Sound absolutely. design is, is yeah, yeah. absolutely king in that film. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not to go off. Yeah. I think, I think actually watching watch it, it in a theater hurt. Like, yeah. I think it, it diminished the effect mm-hmm. it would have had if I'd watched it the way you did. It's because it's based on internet analog horror. It's based on that type of little, yeah. but I, I love that you watch everything. And then, and, and that's, that's dope, man. Like, like, I want to get you back on this show for some more shit. <laughs> if you ever oh, have the yeah. time, if you ever have the time. Yeah. Um, that's, that's cool. So, um, yeah, so I was uh, saying we, we shot for about, 17 or 19 days we shot in jersey um mostly uh oh. the shore and like southern jersey uh we shot uh the very last scene we shot in a party house in philadelphia in the basement of a party house and then some of the gore scenes and some of the uh music venue scenes we shot in brooklyn over the course of a couple of days because uh the the budget was so tight we ended up jared who did the uh effects uh stuff the practical effects didn't come on until the 
last week, like the last four days or so. And so we shot everything and then the effects. And the very, very last scene we shot was uh, the metalhead. <laughs> the very last night was the whole metalheads in the parking lot. And the very, very last shot was the final metalhead kill. And it was it was kind of a one and done thing because it took about three hours to prepare the prosthetics and, and all of that. But luckily we got it. I have this, this great, uh, behind the scenes video where you see from like maybe 20 feet back the scene and you can see nice. all the people like the cameraman. You can see Jared and he's got, uh, like a hydraulic. He's got, um, a fire extinguisher that's full of blood <laughs> that he's just like spraying at, uh, Mel and Max. So, right. um. <laughs> I wanted to ask if you had uh, like a favorite memory or night or where maybe y'all were so exhausted and, but y'all did a great job or if, if there's yeah, something I, funny there, happened. There's several, you know, like uh, one of the things that was really fun about production was that uh, Jeff Riddle, who played Max is like a real punk rock musician. Yeah. He has uh, that he, album you had earlier, right? The yeah. Yeah. He has this album. Bucks. He used to play with the Holy mess. So, and he's working on another album right now. So he and I were roommates throughout, uh, the, the shoot. And so, and it was his band that we used. It was literally his production band. Nice. That he would tour around in. Um, that white van? Yeah, yeah. The white van was his. He since <laughs> sold it, but, uh, yeah, that was the, the Peckerhead van was Jeff Riddle's van. And, um, but, uh, the girl who played, uh, Judy and Mel, uh, Chet and Ruby, uh, respectively. So they would live together. Me and Jeff would live together. And then we'd go and pick them up in that van because that was our means of transportation. And we'd arrive to set, uh, together. And so we really kind of built like a good, bond which i think you see in the film like that camaraderie Definitely. That people yeah. people often say there's a lot of heart there and i think that was part of developing that is just always kind of hanging out together and eating together and all of that um there was one the the night that we shot the uh the restaurant scene where i caught to what's going on after i killed the first guy mm. um <laughs> It's one of my had, favorite scenes in the movie, dude. It really is. We we did uh all these takes for for the three of them, like for their reactions and everything. And we were running out of time and the restaurant owner was like, you know, you guys gotta get the fuck out of here. And and I still hadn't done my speeches yet. And so I I did them in two <laughs> takes. Dang. Wow. Just did them very quickly. Very quick, two takes. Luckily, it was the scene that I auditioned for, so I knew it pretty well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it it worked out. But then, as we're been kicked out of the restaurant, we realized we didn't have an establishing exterior shot of the restaurant. And all this equipment was, like, everywhere. And I think maybe it was starting to rain. And so everybody, like, the cast, the director... The sound guy, everybody is moving equipment out of the front of, of this 
diner so that we can get that establishing shot. Nice. And, and go home. So it was, you know, when you're working on a small movie like that, it, uh, it can be very collaborative. And, uh, that was a great example of that. And then I think that, yeah, that, that last night of shooting was really fun because it was just like, there was so much pressure to get that one effect, right? That, uh, that head pull. Yeah. And somehow we did it, you know, somehow we, we were able to sell it. And, uh, and I think it looks really, you know, the finished product looks really good. Dave. Oh yeah, it does. Dave, y'all had a big party afterwards, right? Like everybody must've been fucking just, I, uh, you know what? I, I, the, the truth is, uh, by the time we were done, the sun was coming up and everybody just wanted to go to fucking bed. No, we, I mean, I mean, like maybe the <clears> next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, it, it was about three days later that we, we all went a little nuts. Rap nice. party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> dope, 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 dope. All right, everybody. That was some behind the scenes right there from Dave himself. So we got, we got stories from behind the scenes. Um, we're about to dive. Oh yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you for all that. We're about to dive into our breakdown and we're going to do some scene by scene action of uncle Peckerhead. And I'm telling you (laughs) what, I was really upset when I saw Judy only had $3 to wipe her ass. So this movie opens with a a credit. It's not the title card yet. I love a good title card, and this movie has one. But this movie opens with based on a true story. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Let me ask you real quick. The first clue that I knew it would be (laughs) something. That's just got to be for fun, like Texas Chainsaw style. like Right, but at the same time, at the same time, like dealing with asshole promoters and you know, getting three dollars to to play. Uh, M- Matt, who wrote and directed the film, and and of course he he has been a part of that scene for a while, and of course Jeff is a part of that scene. So some of that stuff, you know, um, actually happened to them. Okay. So that's that's how you that's how you shoehorn that fucking title credit in there. There Look, you I, go. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. I I, I laugh. Right when the movie, let me listeners. Right when the movie opens, I laughed out loud because I saw based on a true story, and I knew I, I knew the premise of this movie. I'd never seen it, but I knew it. And we never talked about it tonight. I mean, maybe we hinted at it, but this movie is about a cannibalistic roadie who's going on tour with the little fucking indie punk rock man. So that that that's what's going on in tonight's feature. And the opening shot is Uncle Peckerhead himself. Who were you eating right there? <laughs> I just want to know. Uh, it was. I'm assuming it was the owner of the van. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I was just like killing two birds with one stone, getting the van and getting a little supper while I was at it. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and then you get that dope-ass, metal-as-fuck title card, Uncle yeah. Peckerhead. Oh, I- like how the... Uh, the camera pans out from the from the close up of the corpse mm-hmm. and uh-huh. shows like 
the whole van and stuff. And then as he drives out of the scene, yeah, that, that title card. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, it's when Peckerhead like just yanks old dudes. I don't know, lip jaw, jaw. whatever. The jaw. Yeah, like, yeah the, the jaw. jaw. And he takes, to get, he takes to get him like a little, out of it. Like, like to, yeah, to get a little to go snack. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, take this yeah. with him. Yeah. Like uh, beef jerky. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> my, my favorite road snack is, in fact, beef jerky. So me and me and there me you and, go. Me and Pet got something in common right there. This nice. movie opens with gore, a funny title card, um, then a followed by a metal title card. Like, I'm automatically watching this and being like, why hasn't Ricky beat my door down harder about this movie already? I know you I've been have. telling you since 2020, dude. I don't know. I know, I know. <laughs> you didn't tell me shit. That's true. I probably didn't. Hey, it was it was in my top fifteen of twenty twenty. I don't know what to tell y'all. Right, right. Oh, okay. I should have been paying attention during that top fifteen better than that. This yeah. movie does open also with uh, what's her name? Um, I forget which bandmate it is, but she's leaving her job, and Judy. it's uh, Judy. Judy. Yeah, Judy. Yeah, she's Played at the bakery. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to get the fuck out of there, and they're all like having this heartfelt moment, trying to have this heartfelt moment with her, where we appreciate your scones and everything else. Well, li- the guy, the guy Scott is is saying how her her scones are like electric feel. Uh, <laughs> Doris says that she wouldn't feed her macaroons to her dogs. Right. And when, when Judy leaves the shop, Diane says uh, her scones are shit. Yeah. Yeah. Diane, Diane ain't fucking cutting no nothing out, dude. She uh, she's she, being she's straight not, up. Yeah. Yeah. She's being hardcore, hard in the paint. You find out the band is called Duh, which yep. I thought Duh. was amazing. Duh. And they're getting taken off the um the venue that night. If I'm not mistaken, well, she's trying to, she's trying to get with the venue owner mm-hmm. to see if they can play the show with uh, the Queef Queens coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a like yeah. a week, a few weeks later, or that's how right, long later. So yeah, yeah but he has to cancel. So now there's yeah. an opening on the the marquee. Yeah, right. she passes by them while they're outside changing the song right. and right. notices right. that they're right. removing a band. So she's like, hey. Like, why don't you let us? It gives the mirror the demo. Right. Yeah. Here's my demo. <laughs> and See, that's he just wants like, her to go away. Like, dad, he wants her to leave. And, and so she gives him the demo. And, and he's like, if you call me before Friday morning, I'm going to burn this demo in my fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like, Friday, so she's like, Friday morning it is. Yeah. <laughs> She goes back to the fucking uh, their I guess it's their like apartment or whatever they're sharing, and yeah. the one the one dude's out cold on the floor. <laughs> on the floor, yeah, yeah. Max, what, what I, Max, Max, Max is on the floor. When I was and that first, was his house. Nice. Oh, Ril, his house. Yeah. I, when I when I was first watching this, I was like, "Is that Uncle Peckerhead?" Because you have a beard, and so right, I was like, right. "Oh, oh shit, that's him." And then I was like, "No, that's that's not him." Uh, <laughs> He's like a mini me. He's a yeah. Max. Max is something else. He's, the, uh, he's also, like a borderline retarded pothead. <laughs> also, there was an eviction notice on that door when she walked. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Just yeah, want yeah, to yeah. point that out. They haven't been paying their rent. Duh. Right. <laughs> Got, Duh. Gotta pay for the van, man. The van's which we find we find out later. Like, uh, Max is like, is, 
I guess that's what all those mortgage people were call or someone was uh, talking about. <laughs> is it like if they if they ever made a more dumber stoner like this is I don't know he's, <laughs> he's bad. He's I bad, know, but he's man. but he's so genuine though. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has <laughs> trouble walking and talking at the same time because he falls <laughs> shortly. That is that he just he falls down and breaks his nose. Yes. Like and the, the funny thing is. Is that the guy who plays him, Jeff, is like one of the smartest and funniest and fastest talking people you'd ever meet in your life. Um, like he's like awesome. Like at a hamster wheel, his head is just like <laughs> spitting out ideas. He, miles an he's, hour. he's so funny. And uh Mel, she she's she's more of just she didn't really care about much. She she's like. a little she's a little she's, depressed. She's yeah, a little kind of just yeah. She's kind of yeah. cosmic too. That's that's <laughs> our, that's our dark haired. Um, uh, no, 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 uh, no. Mel's a drummer. Mel's right? a drummer. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. she's the she's and, the redhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. And I'm she bad with and she name. talks about how stuff doesn't matter and oh, how yeah, the universe yeah. is chaos and <laughs> right. to eat itself yeah. and stuff. She does and, just like, kind of go. She's with a the bit flow. of a pessimist. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she, she says some cosmic ass shit. She says a bunch of cosmic shit, and I'm like, oh. I like when they're going to their van and they're they're having their little conversation. And, and again, I, I, this is where I wish I'd written down lines because there's so many great lines, there's so many moments. But the next like big thing that's happening with them is that I like what's his his name is Matt in the movie. Max, 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 yeah. Max is like, you know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> our band's being fucking repoed, man. <laughs> but, but when she goes into the apartment and, and um, she steps in, she's like, weren't y'all supposed to clean? And then right. that's where um, what's his name is like. Max. Yeah, he's like, Max, 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 Max is like, well, cleaning, cleaning makes me feel bad. And when I feel bad, I need to smoke weed. And then when I, or whatever he says, and he's like, and when I smoke weed, and I get I, tired. And when I smoke weed, so, I get tired. And so I, so I laid, so I laid down and then I, I, I fell asleep and then this is where we're at, you know? Uh, so like, yeah, he, he had a it, very, I love, I love the detail he went into to be just like, yeah, I didn't clean because I basically got high because fuck cleaning, you know? Um, <laughs> and then, and, and then she's like, four all right. in the afternoon, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's four <laughs> she mentions that. And then that's when she's like, oh, hey, band meeting in the kitchen, which I always love when, like, you're in the living room and you're going to go 10 feet into your house <laughs> to have a, to have a band meeting, right? Like, I just Absolutely. love that part. I was like, oh, this is great. And uh, yeah. so then that's, that's where she's like, hey, guess guess what I got basically at this venue here, right? Um, which is talking about, like, she got the the main venue. They're going to play the place. show. The yeah, show, they're gonna the play. The, they're the gonna play. Queens. Yeah, with the Queen Queens. So they're all getting excited, and that's when they end up outside. And this, this, is, where she, this is where she checks off the list before they yes. go yeah. outside. Yes, yeah, that's that's right. Show them the list. Show them the list. Come on, show me the list. Oh, there it Let's is. Let's go. Yeah, we're gonna have to get a picture of that list and and post it on the on the <laughs> socials. Fuck yeah, yeah, boy. Pack bags, box merch, string guitars, replace drum heads, and get in the van. <laughs> yeah, which, but but then she goes weirdly, to get into the van. Which weirdly, and... she does not check check off at the table. Yep. Yeah. A good thing yeah. she didn't, because then it would yeah. be a lie. Yeah. Because then yeah. the because then the van gets repoed. But hey, look, yeah. you know what? She's a go getter. I will I'll give her that. Like, if you want to talk Bro, about a go getter, they try. She, she she tries to make things happen. So you know what they do? 
They print out flyers. The light bulb goes off. <laughs> yeah. They print out flyers can saying... Can we borrow your van? <laughs> can we borrow your van? And then it has, like, the name and phone number at the bottom. And honestly, right. when I was Makes watching it at first... Sense. Yeah, when I first saw the flyers, I didn't see the name and number. I'm like, are they... Are they just like putting random flyers that say just like let us borrow our van <laughs> before your van? I, honestly, I was wrong, but obviously, but uh, it was hilarious because I was like, oh shit! And I was like, oh, okay, there's the phone number, cool. Um, and I'm like, that's when you know this takes place kind of back in the day a little bit. A, no cell phones, and then just B, right. you're just putting out flyers and you're hoping somebody will spot you a van, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> so, the good old days. Does, the good old days. Does right? work out for them on their. On their last flyer, which it does work out. Yes, yep. yes. Well, that's so after we, a day of putting flowers down, we we get introduced to the man himself. <laughs> yep. Jumps he out the sh- back of the van, yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "This Hold is on. private property." <laughs> this is private property. Yes, <laughs> he's like Jesse at, in Breaking Bad. He's like, "This is my private domicile. I will not threaten, <laughs> bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Right when you show up, man, this movie oh. takes on a whole nother dynamic. I love it. I I do really love this interaction that you have. The first one, again, with these characters, it it's all so, and it has to go back to what you were saying that y'all were hanging out. Did y'all I, did y'all shoot this like in the middle first? Like, what when did the van scene happen? Uh, it, it was early. I think the very first thing I shot was the first time we were all in the van. And they're arguing about the tape and all that shit. And I'm saying, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and Mel is like, who is this guy? And I'm like, well, my name's Peckerhead. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the, the very first scene, uh, we shot, but this was pretty early on. Yeah. My name is Peckerhead. My daddy Peckerhead. called me Peckerhead. <laughs> <laughs> that is not your name. Right. What does he have a real name? Peckerhead. That's his real name. Okay. I mean, okay. Fine enough. That's always. That's what I assumed. I would just. I mean, I, I, if we had I some think trivia it, right here. Yeah. Yeah. No. We're we're gonna leave it at Peckerhead. Gonna leave it at Peckerhead. The third. <laughs> Peckerhead. The third. Yeah. So yeah. they 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 go to play their 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 little like they go on the road, and they're gonna play their first show, and they meet this fucking dickhead ass. He's like a. He's the venue runner, right? Right, right, and he he's he he's just sitting there making his. He little shows sandwich. up late. Yeah, they yeah. get there like super early, and he shows up late, and he's like uh, eating his sandwich, and he's like, "Well, the sound pe- person's there now." I don't I remember like, a lot about this interaction. Right I like now. I like well, I like how he's like, "Do you have three three hours of material with a fifteen minute break in between?" <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Well, we have twenty <laughs> minutes of original material with the." Well, 22 minutes because we know a Misfits cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought of you immediately, Rick. I'm like, I'm sure you God did. damn. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Misfits. Yeah. Also, they did wait outside wanted, for like fucking forever. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to say, I wanted to say next, next to Peck, man, uh, Judy is a well, really well written character. I love, I love Judy. Judy. She's, uh, yeah. the, her and Chet's expressions is everything, man. Chet, Chet's like, really she, good. Yeah, Chet, Chet really does a great out. job because it, it's sometimes the the character is written it can be like a little uptight, uh, yeah. and Chet makes you know she softens the edge of that I think quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They play their gig that night and they're going to you know roll out 
the fucking douchebag uh, venue owner is like, well, here you go, three bucks. Fuck you. Oh, they they try, they try Max's stage ahead. banter also. Yes, <laughs> Max's stage banter. Oh, yeah. stage banter. Max, Don't forget oh. the stage banter. One thing I want to say about Max that I find hilarious is that he has trouble speaking, but he can remember all the words to the songs and sing them. So that just tickles me that like he doesn't have There's trouble performing. It's just yeah. talking like a regular, you know, person. Looking <laughs> out in the crowd. It. Right. After they get their little three okay. bucks, fucking um Pecker Peck over there, Peckerhead, he's like, mm, I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick. And before right. we go and 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 um and fucking Mel's like the, yeah he goes looking at the walls with shit she's <laughs> right like, shit everywhere yeah. well yeah, like as they, yeah as they're ready to leave he does like look at his watch first and then that's when you're like oh okay shit what's going on you know you know maybe a little foreshadowing there right um and he looks at it and then that's when he's like okay well y'all go ahead to the van I gotta go hit the shitter I'll be right back and boy does he hit that shitter. This this, <laughs> this is what makes me want to ask about this movie, like, because in the next scene, we we like um, uh, Chet or uh, Mel, right? Again, I'm bad with nope. the names. Uh, Judy. 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 Judy goes inside and finds Peckerhead fucking devouring this fucking guy, and there's the screaming back and forth. Then when they go back to the van, I love the interaction where she's like. I saw him eating him, and, and she's like, "He's dead." And he's like, "Alive, dead, alive, dead." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they do the they do the quiet where yeah, no one even window. talks. Dead, alive. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy how much blood is on the, the walls. She, <laughs> she walks into that. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's blood just trickling down the walls, man. So what what I did really like though is when they screamed like when she screamed initially and then he screamed back. Yeah. Loved yeah. your love I loved your acting there, mostly just because like he was terrified at her screaming. It's like she saw something scary and he didn't realize it was him. So he was like, Oh shit, what's going on? And like so, so, like, so I was like and, and I liked it because then that kind of shows me that like Uncle Peckerhead is you know, at least aware while he's fucking chowing down at this right. yeah. Whatever, right? Like right. at this point, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, is he a werewolf? Like, is he? That's is he what a I demon? To ask. Like, what's what's going is on? Is um, this a semi werewolf story in a way? All right, he so, prefers the no, term thing. No. I wouldn't think it's the expression that he holds when he he follows Judy out. He, he's buttoning up his shirt and shit, and he's like, you know, he's trying to explain it. That I love. I love how you pulled yeah. that off, man. Thanks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, the, in, in a lot of the press and, uh, in a lot of the blurbs, wherever this is streaming and, um, mentions a demon. And that has nothing to do with what, uh, Matt wrote and made. Uh, that was just a, a buzzword, uh, that somebody in the marketing department of the distributor came up with. So yeah, I never got not, a demon. I got, is it not the band? Is it not the band kind of, cause I got, I got kind of like a selling their souls a little bit to him. Yeah, Faustian. No Absolutely. Well, yeah, 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 they definitely strike a bargain with, uh, yeah. with but, uh, but he's, he's not a demon. He's not a devil. I, right. I think it's more okay. like a, a cryptid 
you know, sure, for lack sure. of I like vibe. that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't really getting where Wolf vibe. It was just my first thought. He's a skinwalker, bro. When when I saw you weird ass. Yeah, when I saw him look at his watch, I was like I was like, is he a werewolf? I was like, no, he's not a werewolf. So like, I like the the um the uh ambivalent. Is it ambivalent? Yeah, yeah. Ambiguous. Uh, ambiguous. There we go. The ambiguous, ambiguous. Na- nature ambiguous. of what he is. <laughs> like, I really, honestly, I really don't want to know because I kind of like the fact that like it's left up in the air and it's right. never really addressed. He's he's a peckerhead. That's what he he's is. A yeah. he's I a know peckerhead. That, <laughs> he's I know a that when Matt was writing when Matt was writing the script, he got more detailed about like what he was and his wife um when she was reading drafts was just like let it go just let it be what it is you know like yes. don't over explain yes. it just wow. like yeah so but but it, but it didn't leave too much to the imagination like you got just enough to keep you reeled in but enough right. to keep you guessing too right yeah and i like that uh because i don't always like having to, to create the entire story myself right right like i like to i like to be given some and then right. just let my mind go with it. So, okay, there you go. Some. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I wanted to say while we're on, because this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately with the uh, Faustian aspect of the film, because they do essentially yeah. sell their soul or their morality. And I just, yeah. it's so punk. I just so allowing punk. him to. It's so punk that they basically sell their soul for a fucking ride in a van. <laughs> you know, I was, like, was going to say for like some venues. pancakes. That's right. the, they, right. they, they, they had the that simplest dinner. things, and it's yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, you know, I, I think it's true. Though. I think Max. I think Max is just happy to have a buddy along. You know, right. yeah. And I think uh, Mel just like feels like the whole universe is random, so there's no such thing as good and evil. Right. I think Judy is the only one who like really sees that, like you know, that they're playing with fire there. Yeah, right. she mm-hmm. she's in conflict with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's definitely you know, as we'll, we'll get to later on, is the kind of the last one to jump on board. Um, yeah. But um, the yeah, scene. I definitely loved. Yes, yes. So he's like basically showing him the wad of cash, and he's like, "Look, this is enough to pay for gas and snacks and maybe somewhere to sleep." And hey, look, sold right. So let's go get some grub. Uh, right. So then we get to the diner scene, and, and the one thing I do just want to point out before we heavy get into it is I love the fact that like he literally just ate an entire human being almost, and, and he's he still had waffle house, and, 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 he, yeah. Yeah, and he's still catching like the full all star meal at this diner, right? Yeah. He's got eggs, oh, yeah, he's got bacon. Like I'm like, when he, when he, I'm when like, he turns this, into this that dude, thing, it's yeah. a whole different so- yeah. psychology, man. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this, this dude, this dude has like the the bottomless stomach. He's just <laughs> ready to eat some more, you know. <laughs> He's got that monster metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that only Max is eating at first too. Like, and he's just eating bacon <laughs> and like. Like that's that's where all you could tell that's where like all his focus is really at. But <laughs> he's trying to look like he's yeah. paying attention. He's got that bacon focus, cause he's on that baconator right there. <laughs> <laughs> who does um who does Judy call whenever she's on the phone and that dude hangs up on her ass and and him and her and Peckerhead have that interaction outside? I I miss that part of the movie. That's, so, uh, she, I think she's calling, oh, she's trying to get a, uh, she calls a car rental place. Yeah. She's trying she, to get out of there. To, she's trying to ditch Peck. 
Okay. So she she calls and says, "Do you have a band? No. Do you have like a car? Do you have a motorcycle? Anything? You know? Um, right. Yeah." And then she they, gets a price, and she's like, "Oh shit, no, that's not gonna, yeah. that's not gonna work." Yeah, because they do make that. I love how you said that, Rick. That Faustian deal, and I think it was over fucking waffles or pancakes, <laughs> and and they they agreed. They, I, I love, but the, it, some it's people, so punk. It's just so little. But I think, <laughs> but some that's people, all you need. It's just just for what you need, you know. And I love that about it. Some folks could look at that scene and and call horse shit, but I think the acting in that scene portrays a desperate band, a guy that's down on his luck and ready to fucking do the goddamn thing in Uncle Peckerhead, and people kind of coming together. Because your immediate thought is, why not call the police? Well, maybe they don't want to call the police. They want that to go on this journey. That would be not very punk. No. First of all, right. Right. Plus, plus he's already gotten them. Dough and and food, you know they're they're kind and of they're already that, they're already kind of waves, accomplices you know? at this point. Also. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I I, yeah, I, I have no problem going with the flow of this movie. Like, yeah, right. I, watching it objectively, I can see where some people would be like, eh, nah, nah. and I'm like, well, you don't want to watch a story, do you? That's what yeah. that's what I'm that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm seeing. You don't want to watch a story, do you? So, th- th- like, let it play out, man. And where it goes, <laughs> well, goes. It, it does kind of make sense, though, because if you think about, like, okay, so Mel is, like we said, cosmic and kind of just not giving a shit. And Max really focused on his bacon. And, like, Judy, <laughs> Ju- Judy has already, like, quit her job, not paid her bills, gotten a van, lost her van. Printed flyers to get a van. Like she is doing everything she possibly can to get right. this tour continued going. Right? She's in so, like, too deep. Yeah. If there's so, a so chance like, that it doesn't fall apart. It all hinges on fucking, you know, yeah. at at the moment, tech tech. So Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong, she exhausts all her other options, but then realizes that Uncle Peck's the only one. So she's like, Well, we gotta do the damn thing. So the only way to go on tour is is with Uncle Peck. So, I mean, in that way, I can believe, you know, why she would put up with it at least, you know. After after the fucking the car rental scene, I misunderstood. They stop at Tall Boy's house. I forget his name, but they stop at that tall ass oh, dude's house. This scene. The, uh, <laughs> Where she's smelling <laughs> his hair and shit. <laughs> even, I remember the hair. Max sniffing. is like, even Max is, is all over him. Oh, Max is no, like infatuated. The only one that's really. not is, is Mel. She's like, yeah. Right. Well, you say that, but then Mel, Mel's like, "You, you better have sex with him." Right. Like she basically tells, her, yeah, yeah. She, no, she, she, she straight up says, "You better yeah. fuck that guy." Yeah. Who the, who the hell <laughs> is Which that I think tall ass Ju- man? Judy's mind, she she had already made that. That he up. was the bassist from uh, Piss Face or something Piss like face. that. Yeah. No, it's like, right, but but in real life, who is that tall man? He's so tall. Uh, his name's Greg. Um. How tall and was he in real life? Greg, yeah, tall. He's he's a tall dude. Uh, yeah, he, like probably six two. Oh, okay. Um, I, he looked like he was like six eleven. I was like, God yeah, no, damn, no. dude! I thought he was six fifteen. I thought he was the he's hunger, ten feet hungry tall. He's almost as tall as Andre the Giant. Dude, so, um, he looked like he's a, he's a good guy. He's he's actually. Uh, uh, out in California, and he's uh, starting to do like a hip hop thing. 
Tall, oh, right. G- Tall oh, Jesus oh, is doing the hip hop. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Nice. Does he have like a movie name? So it says Greg Chandler. Oh, so it's it's Greg Chandler Maness. But it but if you're not paying attention, it kind of it kind of looks like Maness, like Man Maness. Um, oh yes. yeah, I think it's. Uh, I know him as Greg Maness. I think. Greg Maness. Greg Maness is called Jesus, and he's doing hip hop, yeah. y'all. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He, I, I guess the only thing I can really notice from his his IMDb right off the bat is uh, like the Vampire Diaries. He, ha- so he, was, he actually he was, has played Jesus. Nice, has nice. he? Okay. That makes, that makes oh. sense. I like. I like that he has a fleur de lis tattoo. By the way, right? Like that, that's yes. Louisiana as fuck. Yes, I love that. Big. And also, he was I don't in a know movie if you can called, see that. He was in a movie called Orgy <laughs> of the Damned. So I love at, that. Look at Stash. <laughs> oh, that's Good so time great, Greg, boy. Yeah, Good time, Greg. I'm okay. digging the pink hair. Is that his only thing? The pink hair is very, <laughs> very machine gun, machine gun yeah. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. So good time, Greg, aka Southern Jesus, is uh-huh. in this movie. <laughs> this is like, I guess, Judy's kind of like love interest that she, you know. So they yeah, they had she she had, she had yeah. what she had cold called him. Was that it? Right, right, exactly. Basically, um, she, she was just following the tour and was like, hey, like she reached out to him beforehand. She mm-hmm. sent her, their demo to him and was like, you know, just networking the way, the way bands mm-hmm. network with each other. Like, Hey, when we come sure. up there, you know, we'll, sure. we'll stay. When you come down here, you'll stay, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they had never met before this point. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, she was infatuated though. Right. Yeah. Right. They all, they all were. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they lose, all were. I, I lose track of this again. One time watch my bad. Um, the next morning after, well, they stay over at his Wait, place. I wanted to say, anybody else love the way that Max jumps into that fucking pool? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so all they, doing they this hang and out. Shit. They yeah, he's Ugh. straight up doing like Stewart from uh Mad TV, uh, Mad TV shit. Yeah. Like like he's just like, look what I can do in the pool. <laughs> he's just hanging all over Greg. And uh, <laughs> is this the? Is this the point? Okay, yeah, it's before they do that when they're all just putting their bags in the room. And it's one of my favorite lines of the movie because Peck comes in the room and he's like, are y'all talking about blowjob eyes out there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That's just died. <laughs> I mean, them blowjob eyes. <laughs> uh, who's Bullring? Good stuff. Bullring that shows up. Bull that guy. He shows up later, though, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, bro. So, that's so hold on, hold on, hold on. That that fucking guy. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. See, see, I'm all so, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Judy, Judy, and uh, blowjob eyes kind of have a moment. Yeah, but obviously, obviously, uh, her concerns about Peck and the time and everything else, um, kind of kind of ruins the the moment. I guess you could say, which just makes Judy way more just kind of pissed off at Uncle Peck, right? Mm. Um, yeah, she 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 kind of loses fo- focus and uh yeah. while she while while she sees him out the window and and uh and six six foot two Jesus gets his. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's set up the scene because her <laughs> and, yeah. her and tall Jesus are, are having sex. All right, and Greg is making the most ridiculous noises. <laughs> and he's just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. 
And it's oh, like, yeah. And she starts to see something out the window. It looks like Peck. And while she's looking at that, <laughs> Craig is like, I'm coming. I'm coming so hard. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay, I'm, I'm coming so hard. Okay, yes. I'm done. <laughs> and I love the way she looks down briefly like, ew. <laughs> she gets up. Like, and she's kind of like, oh, dressed. Fuck. It goes look yeah, at the van just and utter, utter disappointment. Utter disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude is instantly asleep after, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. I laughed out. He didn't even he have like, a sandwich afterwards, bro. No, yeah. no. He literally closed his eyes and started snoring. <laughs> no sandwich needed. <laughs> no. no sandwich. Me- meanwhile, Peckerhead was fucking. Was he? Was he creeping? He was creeping. I don't either. He was, he was creeping. creeping or sleeping. Kinda, I don't know. Or or he no, was no no. Yeah, Dave, yeah, he was probably Dave, creeping. Dave, Dave says he's saying, creeping. Yeah, he's creeping. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm with it. All right. Peck's for, been creeping, cuh. For this movie, it it makes sense. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun on things, y'all. It's what I remember. Um, sure. No, so, yeah, no. You're good. No, we're so good. So they wake up we're the good. next morning, and uh, is that when they go play go? Play the uh, show with no, well, the Bullring band. I remember Bull no, Bullring no. shows up and he's looking punk rock as fuck, but also like a celebrity. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And I love the actor; like he he's great. He does the yeah, role. He great. did a good job. Um, but he just shows up like owning the whole scene in in a way, and he talks to Judy. They they sit down on the bench. I don't remember what they talk about. He puts a pack him. of cigarettes in his jacket. And he oh, talks about how they're hometown heroes. Yeah, oh, he's a big he, douchebag. Like he talks douche. about, he talks about how like, they're hometown heroes, and like, uh, he's explaining, he's explaining his lyrics to her, and oh my god, it's it's the it's oh, just his, his cringe his musical. Style. It's the cringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cringe. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. but we get political. Um, <laughs> a lot of my songs are about Laos. And she's like, yeah, what it about is. it? And he looks at her and he's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even answer. He just dismissive and condescending oh, God, in, all in one moment. Already hate this guy right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> and it gets, it only gets worse for him. Oh, uh, Peck, th- this guy in this movie, did you have a lot of interaction with, with Bullring? I don't know his name as an actor. <clears throat> uh, his name's Ryan Conrad. And uh, he's fucking amazing. Nice. Uh, he, he's actually a film professor um, and has been, he went to film school with Matt. He's been in all of Matt's movies. Um, and he is just one of the funniest, nicest, greatest guys I've ever met. Nice. nice. Yeah. So he I is, like- he's not that guy. No, I like. I love <laughs> when an on-screen asshole is not that actually. In real yeah. life. Like that's, that's right. He just plays a good one. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the next scene, y'all are fucking setting up merch and everything else like that. Um, Uncle Peckerhead comes in. He's got some lights for y'all, I believe. What is it? He has in a box. He's got no, something. No, no, no. Um, so, so hold demos. on. So, hold on. so, uh, so oh. he has demos. But what yeah. happens is, is um, Judy, Judy can't sell a demo Judy. to save her life. Ju- Judy, Judy goes up to the table, um, where Max and um, <laughs> what's oh, name Mel. Are, are trying to sell merch and uh she's like uh she's like how are y'all doing and like not good basically and she's like yeah we're mixing a whole box of demos and she's like where the fuck is the box so like she turns to leave and then uncle peckerhead shows up with the box you know it's a white big white rectangular box 
He's like, yeah. He's like, I just sold all of these these demos. Boom. Thirty five. Uh, thirty five. Yeah, thirty five <laughs> demos at five bucks a pop, and um, and then and then he like, sells two more. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And then, a, and then a lady comes up to him and she's like, "Are you the one selling these demos?" He's like, "Yeah, five bucks a pop." And she's like, "All right, I'll take two. Boom. And then and that yeah. that woman that woman is the director's wife. Oh, oh really? Cameo yeah. from the director's That's wife. Awesome. Nice. Yep. Hell and she also fuck, worked yeah. a lot of the films. She was in charge of uh, kind of art direction, decorating the sets, and uh, all the costumes. Nice. Yeah, that's another common thing in the movie is that Peck is stepping on her toes, and not on purpose. Well, well, he's on. stepping <laughs> on her toes throughout the whole movie. He's making I'll, better scones. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's selling bet demos, and she yeah, can't but sell them. He's the best I just, just want to say, time. yes. Yes, like if if True. we're talking about like a a Faustian deal, Uncle Peck is getting like the wrong. Bit. Yeah. He's getting some goals, and he's he's hyping this band. He's their right. number one fan, their number one roadie. He's selling all their merch. He's pushing their their stuff out. Like right, and, and this is what just kind of endears you towards him as a character because sure. like he's he's all in. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be the yeah, best. Yeah, he's hundred percent. All he does is support them. All he does oh, is support yeah. them. I forgot to talk about or mention that he he's he takes heroin or is it is it known that it's heroin? No. It's some, it, okay, it's not known well, what it is, but he take yeah. he does take some he administers some kind of drug to himself to like ward off what he's going to become and like uh I think Judy finds it early in the movie and it becomes right. a thing later in the movie. I remember the scene where these fucking <laughs> the, after after they they depart from Tall Jesus, they go to this fucking pl- this like road stop area, and these two metalheads show up. And I just think about Metalocalypse, and I'm like, these would be some Death Clock fans. For they sure. show up and they just start chugging beer, thrashing their heads, and fucking hair metaling it out, throwing beer at fucking Max. Right and knock Max. <laughs> they knock Max straight out with the beer. Poor, poor, poor Max, Max was just walking with his blanket, about to go to sleep. I know. He he's got, trying like, not to look up. at them. He's yeah, keeping his head down too. But yeah, he's still like the hell, man. It's, it's this is like, right. like Dude's I like that's one. It's one step up from like kicking a dog. Like, how dare you throw <laughs> this fucking beer can at Max, at Max. Max. of yeah, all right. people? Like I, oh, I, I got so mad. I was well, mad. I was like, I hope these fucking people die. I love when when, <laughs> Pe- when Uncle Peckerhead steps in. And he's like, "Hey guys, y'all need to right. tighten this up, <laughs> right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so little fun fact that I didn't realize when I was watching it is, um, the actor Josh Peck. If any of y'all know yeah, him, yeah, Drake uh, from, Nick, from Nick, Drake and Josh, yeah, he was one of the metalheads. What? No, 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 no. He was no. no. IMDb oh. is IMDb is lying to me. Then yeah, well, no, no. yeah, <laughs> bitch. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Then no, okay, that, but, this, but this is when we do. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I, I will tell you that guy is in uh, a very cool band called School Drugs. Uh huh. Um. And they play. They're based out of New Jersey, and they're they're starting to get more and more popular. Nice. That's the guy with the long hair, and then the other guy is the comedian, uh, the one who uh, kind of loses his head. 
Yeah. This right here is is the scene where we see Uncle Peckerhead fucking transform right. into this gnarly motherfucker. And you get the beer can launch. You get the arm chewing, the face slashing. <laughs> it's so glorious. Awesome, dude. As, awesome as effects, man. 100%. Yes. What's going on here. Yeah. Th- th- this scene and the head pull. Oh my. That's, oh yeah. God. Yeah. It, it's so pretty. So pretty. <laughs> if, 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 if I could make something that looks like this, I'd be shouting it from the mountaintops. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm saying, man, like, yeah. like the the blood spraying, the the it, it's glorious. It's glorious. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it it tends to be people's favorite scene, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, my my favorite one's coming up. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure y'all can guess which one mine is. <laughs> the big kaboom. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> I kind of figured, but I didn't want to yeah. say it. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So yeah. the next the next morning, they're having their fucking like. I arguing. love the way he's just spraying them off with the hose, and they're all having fun and, and giggling. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Judy climbs out the van, and there and they're just <laughs> spraying blood and just giggling. Like Max and Mel are just totally like with it all, like already. They. They've seen the murder. They don't care. They're full of blood. They're just playing. I love it. <laughs> and all is the metalheads in the par- parking lot. And you like, what are metalheads in the parking lot? Right. <laughs> After that, they um uh, they depart. And I know that Judy and Bullhorn, Bullno, Bullnose Ring guy, kind of have like their <laughs> they go there I, I, again. Guys, fuzzy on this a little bit, but they go like their separate ways. Um, yeah. And they're fucking thrashing out. They're doing the fuck. I love the scenes when the band is playing. Like, yeah, they're good. And, and Dave, were they? Were they? Because it looks like they're playing these instruments. They were playing these, right? Yeah, well, no. So, no? Uh, I mean, wow. uh, Max, good job Max in is, on on the director yeah. for doing these scenes. Because wow, Max is playing because he wrote the music. So he wrote all those songs. And that's um, uh, Jeff Riddle, yeah. right? Okay, so because uh, he's he, thrashing he's the hardest, but then he, they got the music pretty far ahead of time, so they had time to just learn, you know. And and Jeff made uh, videos for uh, Chet, and I think uh, Ruby had some drum lessons. So yeah, but they're the they're playing against the track. My girl Mel, she's the drummer, right? Yeah, right. She yeah. looks like a chick from Detroit Rock City that gets in the fucking car with the guy Dude. with the guys. That's who she looks like yes. to me. She she looks yes. like that chick that's like um with the blows dogs for quarter scene. Um yes. and they she gets never, high with she really gets notice. high with them and she holds the joint like all weird. And she oh, everyone like, yeah. says she she reminds them of uh the uh what's her name? She, who's doing the commercials now she's in that um yeah uh, uh yes yeah, orange is the new one. black and uh, oh okay. yes the, the same one yes the the chick from american pie yes yes yeah. i love i love the green day sound that their band has by the way like uh-huh. they, they kind of sort of remind me of green day ish a little bit yeah um and i know i mean you know take yeah. that for for what anyone will but but i i, I dig that sound 
for a punk yeah, rock dude. band, especially like the old Green Day. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and that's what it's wall. closer to, right? Yeah, it's it's balls to the wall. It's punk. It's also punk fun. Also, I want to say, uh, before they leave Tall Jesus, she <laughs> slaps him with that fucking invoice, son. And my wife and I watched this the other day together. We died at that part. And she was like, fucking A. <laughs> Slapping with that invoice for the plan B, man. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Right. I want to talk about the um the party scene after the rock show where Uncle Peckerhead's on the balcony and Mel uh Judy goes out there to talk to him. I'm sorry I got them confused oh. all night. Um that stood out to, to to me too, bro. Yeah. I, I love when this they're scene. talking outside, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Me too. Me too. This is part of the movie where I feel like that that wholesomeness comes from the heart. Right. Um, Dave, can you walk us through the scene? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... and I and I have to say, like, this was you know when you're when when you're making something, you know, you're you you play like a very small part in a very big machine. Um, but when we shot this little intimate scene, like I I was uh, pretty close to the monitor. Um, so I could see how things were starting to look. Um, and it was one of the first times where I felt like, wow, this might like really work. You know, this might, uh, this might actually be a movie. So, uh, it, and it, it, it was one of the one, I mean, it's like a, one of the few times where it's just like a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I love shooting that. That was in New Jersey at a, at a hotel. Um, y'all were probably all staying there as like cast and crew, huh? And y'all just shot in the room. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of all the hotels we shot in. We didn't stay at any of them because they, they were pretty, uh, pretty scary. Well. With a low All budget movie, you you got to do what yeah, you got to yeah, do. But, yeah, but uh, we we ended up doing it, and and because we were shooting, like we had the same Airbnb place on the Jersey Shore for quite a while, and then we would drive to these different hotels. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, yeah, it was a great scene to shoot. Chet is, I think, Chet does a great job in that scene. Um, so uh, yeah, y'all both do. This is yeah. this is a great scene. I, yeah. I'm not, sorry to cut y'all. No, no. Yeah, it, I, really I, well I, written. Yeah, this is again because yeah, she goes on to talk about how you know out of all the time they've been doing this, this is the first night playing this show that we just finished watching. It's the first time it ever felt like like she was really doing it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's a very special scene, and if you've ever performed live in a band, then yeah, it it, it it's a certain feeling. When you, you know, you killed it and you feel like it. Uh, I know Travis, Travis and I have had this conversation before also. July 27th, bands. July 27th, 2007. I yeah. know, wow. I know we wow. killed it that night. I know we did that. I will always remember that night. It, it's, yeah. it, it hit, dude. It just, the, the, the crowd was vibing. We were on point. Yeah. So Rick, yeah, you, you're yeah. right. A hundred percent. And this... I want to say when you and, her greatest fear played at the fucking yeah. VA. Right. That, that shit. Mm. Felt it. Yeah. It felt like, Oh, all right. We're doing it. You know? Yeah. So 
So this, it's a funny lot of stuff uh, in this movie, a lot of stuff in this movie like touches me. You know what I mean? And it's yeah because of experiences I've had. Same, same, dude. Same. Cool. What, go ahead, Dave. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, it just mirrors like that that feeling I had when I looked at the monitor and I saw like how great the shot looked. It was like, yeah, we're doing this. Like this nice. is actually happening. And it's funny that that's what we're talking about in this scene. Nice. I love it. I love that because this is what this scene means. It's a, such a perfect moment. And then it's followed by you get this fucking douchebag <laughs> with his stupid band okay. doing shit that we've seen. Oh, look, I'm not okay. Let me oh not be God. ugly. Let me not be ugly. But no, I've his seen band bands. is awful, dude. His band is awful. What are they? What's the? It's like a hip hop melodic metal sort of screamo like screamo. It's dude, great. Like, it's great. Like if you, yeah, dude. When, when he, he was doing the <laughs> his little it. guitar tone, dude. Like his guitar tone oh, yeah. pissed me off. Rick, Rick, you know who this reminded me of? You gonna who? notice? Rose who? to my dear. No. Yeah, this is no what Rose they... to my dear. Would would wait dude. a minute? Who, who's Rose? That 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 was a that. Lafayette local band back in the Gap. Yeah, that I saw would them. Do similar yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. And, and, and again, like I said, I didn't want to just jump in and hate. It just, this is what it reminded me of. Because it's, when, it's, when he's, would... it's when he's screaming and the, the, the guitarist <laughs> comes in with the little whiny vocals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I died. It's so Fucking crazy, hook. dude. Yeah. Oh my God. The, so the verses are like this kind of hip hop, trip hop. Kind of thing. It's it's. Uh, yeah, it's like some like, spoken word kind of oh, thing. Yes, yeah, the, the that, whole spoken yeah, word. That, Death more. bullets. Yeah, and he's saying <laughs> the dumbest shit. <laughs> that's and again, that's why I wasn't trying to hate. Cody's digging on it. So hey, look, it, this this could work for some folks. It reminded me like how me and Ricky were talking about like back in the gap. We had certain bands in the scene that were like just. <laughs> they you know some, they were. They were doing those, it, yeah. but they were doing yeah. it, and it was like, oof. They they play the show with uh the douche band, mm-hmm. okay, and then they go stay at someone's house and with her grandma. Both those bands go, and right away the shitty band is like trying to assert dominance, and they're like, "We're four dudes, the we take up more space," <laughs> like. <laughs> We're not being sexist. We we just we're guys. We need we more. breathe. We breathe more air. We science. have bigger penises. Right. It's, yeah, it's science, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so our so, assholes are bigger. <laughs> so that happens, <laughs> and uh, this is where because they're big assholes. Just saying. This, yeah, yeah. This is where we get my favorite scene. Is is when the band kidnaps Mel. <laughs> Judy oh. and Max mm-hmm. <laughs> and ties them up. And I like how the granddaughter's like keeps coming in and she's like, Seriously, my grandma's mad. Like she has to go to work in the morning. You guys gotta keep it down. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like he's like, Oh yeah, 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 no problem. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they kind of hush it, you know, they're like threatening them and stuff. But Peck goes in there. He this Peck is, saves the day. He becomes the the goddamn thing. The whole from the whole movie, yeah, like ripping fucking 
Well, I don't remember what he rips out, <laughs> but you're you're in the room destroying Bruh. motherfuckers. He's just punching holes in them and tearing them to shreds. And my <laughs> favorite part, <laughs> he he kind of gets a gurgle in his stomach and he pulls his pants down and just shits. <laughs> Diarrheas all over everybody and everything. Kaboom! He kabooms all over. And the now, oh my god! The now you have to keep in mind that's a callback from the. There's a scene in a hotel room where uh, Matt's sitting on the or Max is sitting on the toilet and Uncle Peckerhead's brushing his teeth, and he asks him, you know, what do people taste like? Right. He said, well, you know, some people taste like watermelon sherbet. Some people taste like dog shit, you know? <laughs> and so he, he, he eats the douchebag's heart. Oh, and it tastes and so bad. Oh, man. He had the shit kaboom cereal. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's, dude. That's amazing. I love I love how the scene cuts back and forth too between like the rampage yeah. and like the next day or the right. next morning or whatever. And they're still full of blood and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, fucking fucking Max has the most shit on him, I think. Max Bruh. poor Max. Poor Max um, this whole movie. Oh my god. <laughs> my poor can, can I Little... say something can I say something real quick about the, the boring guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a part when Mel says, "I know you love him." Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you love his music says, so much. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. Hell yeah, he, own he it, walks, Mel says he walks like a dickhead, and then the camera like cuts <laughs> immediately to his little walk, and it's so funny, bro. Like <laughs> the moment she says it, it's awesome, and it's like the way he's walking. It's like I get yeah, you dickhead. Like, That's why this movie's full of those little moments, like the creative aspect of of again with little to no budget, what was made here, what was pulled together, the cinematography too. Like I don't know if we talked about the cinematography that much, but the lighting and cinematography is it's crisp. On, it's good. It's on point. It's so it's on point. Yeah. For, like yeah. towards the end of the movie, I remember when. Mel was walking into the fucking the the uh, the venue, and you see her silhouette. I remember this like you see her silhouette behind the door, and then the lights from the show come on her face, and she walks up to the second stage, like the the tier above the second right. floor, nice. and she looks on the stage. I'm like, this is just beautifully shot. Like yeah. whoever's making this movie, and again, it's it's uh, Matthew, right? Well, well, Matthew directed and. Uh... Two guys, two guys, like went back and forth uh, for cinematography. Uh, Kyle Kelly and a guy named Mike Sutter. Okay, Ka- Kyle. Sutter. Shout out to Kyle Kelly and Mike. Sutter. Kyle Kelly they... and Mike Sutter, both yeah. top notch guys. Uh, they really know what they're doing, and they were able to to you know kind of make a a silk purse out of a sow's ear, just in terms of. Uh, getting pretty shots with very little time to prepare. So this movie wraps up at the, like, they're about to play their show, right? The big show. Right. They kidnapped the grandma and the uh, granddaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also covered in shit. <laughs> they get in they the both... van. They go to the last, the last venue. They, uh, they're getting they, ready to play they, their show. They have that scene yeah. with Peckerhead in the dressing room. They, they vote him out. 
uh, they band. vote him out of the band. Right. Yeah. Big time depressing scene, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Big mistake. Yep. Big mistake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I got like super mad. And that's the endearing part, man. That's what it is. <clears throat> like, knock him dead. I like that one chick that's in the front row. She's like swaying back, <laughs> and there's no there's no music playing. <laughs> I, I again, this is indie movie shit, but I love the little discrepancy right there. Maybe there was right. something playing that we didn't hear that's thematically not there because this moment is silent and it's meant to be important. But that's the way I took it. But I also enjoyed it. So yeah, we're at we're at the climax. Yes. Yeah, so here you find the. Uh... So throughout the movie, Judy's been talking about this lady that runs this record label and she really wants to be on this label. And so she actually meets her at this venue and the label owner actually tells her like, yo, I got your demo and I love it. I I would love to, you know, work something out with you guys and this and that. I think she says um, her and her boyfriend has a record label. (laughs) <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And Her name they, is Jen Jennings. They would... Jen Jennings of the Queef Queens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And so they want to work some. They want to work out a record deal for Duh. And while this is happening, the cops come in and arrest <laughs> the entire band. <laughs> and well, I love the way you see uncle peck just kind of slinking away yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so the cops do ask judy like is that your van and right. they don't really show her response they just show the aftermath of of whatever went down which was them all being handcuffed news right. report so climax is sort of told in uh this this kind of exposition so, sort of way mm-hmm. right because yep. then sure. after they get arrested it shows this uh news report it's like I worldwide guess it, news. It was like a mm-hmm. fucking viral court, like news case, where they were like in court and like they did jail time, and they uh, it was never able to be proven that it was their van and this and that. So they eventually a, got let it out. Was a mis- it was a mistrial, a mistrial. because the, yeah. the grandmother and the daughter had said that it was actually a, an older man who had co- committed the murders. And that's right. where the mistrial. And this is what he looks that. like. And I love that fucking <laughs> yeah. shot so yeah. much. It's, it's, it's that yeah. little drawing. Yes. Yeah. Have you it seen is. this thing? Nice. <laughs> that's uh, Dave, for the audience. David is holding up this fucking cartoonish drawing of a like little phantasm Jabba troll face that right. is drawn. So this, by a yes. was, <laughs> this was part of the swag box that they sent out when the oh. when the movie. Oh yes, so that's dope. nice. That's nice. I love that. I love that. Yeah, man. it's a little nice. magnet. And I want to say yeah, the, the end of this movie where it wraps up, the band sounds like Kings of Leon at this point to me. Ah, they, they got like a oh, Kings nice. of Leon kind of sound. They're evolving. But evolving. there's this weird shit going on where Judy keeps looking down at her watch and she notices that midnight is coming. And right. she sees Uncle Pecker head there staring out in the crowd. And midnight hits, and she just sits there and forgets her lines. <laughs> Bro. And that's when you hear the screaming, and it goes on for so long. And I love the way the camera just pans closer to her face while she's in shock. Because I love, I love you know, that ending. Yeah. Like, 
what Peckerhead like brought to them, he's about to tear it all down. Bring it all down. Bring, bring it, it down, down, Lord. <laughs> bring it down. <laughs> they, they were all safe when I was part of the band. But yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Big mistake no, I, voting Peck out. I, I really enjoyed the comeuppance. I was right. like, you fucking kill them all. They deserve it. I was, <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad when they voted them out. I was like, oh no. Y'all did the I wrong. He, they yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Y'all, y'all did the wrong you doing. You not done that. He's just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pe- Peckerhead was like, I like French fried potatoes. <laughs> I, I like French fried potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead, y'all from 2020. We had we had the man himself who played Uncle Peckerhead on the show with us, David Littleton. So we're gonna get we're gonna get into some final thoughts and ratings right here. I'll go first because I'm the the dumbest assist on this one oh, right now. Nice. Um, I just watched this movie right before the recording. I wasn't able to have all the notes I normally have, and I wish I could have given this movie like more of my lip service that I'd like to, but this movie, like I said, at the onset is a nightclub movie. This is just Mm -hmm. start to finish an indie effort made by people who love the genre, made by people who love making movies. And that we found out tonight with David made by someone who's had a passion for wanting to perform for a long time, doing, doing a like performing in such a way that you made a character who's so gnarly, but so endearing at the same time. And I can't give this movie anything shy of a 10. Yeah, it's it's a 10 it out of 10 effort. It's a 10 out of fucking 10. What, else, yeah, what else can I give it, man? Goddamn yeah, Uncle Peckerhead. I'm not saying it because you hear it just is what <laughs> it is. And for folks who can't accept that, watch the movie and tell me otherwise. You don't T- like it? Email our complaints department. <laughs> He's yeah. a, 
The Scotsman He's, will handle your ass. The Scotsman <laughs> will handle will handle it. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Shout T-Rev. Out Ian. T-Rev, what you got for this movie, cuh? I love this movie. So I never even heard about the damn movie. And then I had to look up the title to watch it. I watched it yesterday for the first time. So first time watch was literally last night. Mm. And I never heard of it. So I was like, all right, let's, let's see what it's about. You know, I know my boys always be bringing the heat. So I throw it on and I'm like, this is, this is just for me personally, an instant classic. Like it's a feel good horror comedy movie. Uncle Packerhead is extremely endearing to the point where like, I have no problem seeing the band get killed at the end at all. <laughs> um, and like, you I love grown this movie. to care about these people. Right. Yes. Like, I, I gr- yes. Yes. I feel bad for Max and only Max because I don't feel like he, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it's like he was sound of mind enough. Yes. He wasn't, he wasn't capable to make his own decisions. Right. Like I just feel I, he, he was too sweet to do that. I felt like he got, he got peer pressured into it. He got bullied. So yeah. So I mean, but bullied other than into that, getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it's it's got to be a ten out of ten for me. Like it's it's definitely a nightclub movie. Um, I would love to see an Uncle Peckerhead too. Maybe we Ooh. go back in time and we see Uncle Peckerhead's dad, and he's with like a rock and roll band in a disco era, maybe. And then oh, we can have shit. and and then we have an Uncle Peckerhead three where it's like his grandpa and he's <laughs> out there and <laughs> and like the introduction of of like you know soul and all that good music to like. Fucking, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine in like the thirties, shit like I that. Pi- like I can I pi- see, I, picture I can see Uncle a trilogy. Head being like on tour with Kiss when they're doing like I was made for love. Yes, yeah, boy. Yes. 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 Uncle Peckerhead's devouring like some fucking groupie backstage. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it probably won't happen, but I would love to see more Uncle Peckerhead movies. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, well, Cody Co, what you feel about Uncle Peckerhead? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Judy, like her her and Peckerhead, their interactions were wonderful. The ending, I guess I, I uh, kind of wish, and I'm not trying to nitpick. I no, kind of wish ahead. maybe would have. Say what you want, bro. Maybe the ending for me could have played out a little more or organic. The running time was per- perfect with like everything. Great pacing. Um, great pacing for this movie. Pa- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great pacing. Great cinematography like we said great high points of of writing but uh there were just a few points where not brick walls just where it kind of um and then i didn't really have expectations i guess the the structure overall for for me not that it didn't have a you know the right kind of structure i don't know i don't know what i'm saying here it's uh something in my mind had a little blocks here 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 and there but overall i really enjoy, enjoyed it like i could see myself giving this more watches but like as of right now i give it a solid eight but i could see see myself like i could watch this every year for sure yeah an, an yeah, eight yeah. an eight's a great um, fucking score yeah 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 it's a, a solid eight uh i could see myself even considering it a 10 over you know more wa- watches to get over right. those those little little hurt hurdles that were put up that really don't drag the film down at all, but you know it is what it is. When we and I know I know Cody and me like we grew up together watching movies and critiquing them. 
I know what he's talking about, like where we have these these things where we just watch these movies and we critique them in some sort of way where you get these things. Maybe like it went like it went in ways that that I I thought like in other ways that would have better fit the story. But I mean, who am I really to say say that I didn't write it? I didn't make it. No, we. But still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and we've definitely gotten some, uh, you know, feedback that, that people either thought the end was too rushed with the whole montage. Yeah, yeah you the... see, I would kind of say that. Yes, <clears throat> yes. And then other people who hated that uh, Pecker had turned, you know. There's a, a lot of people who said, oh, you, I wanted it to end, you know, on a happier note with uh You see, I left that, that out like, that kind of bothered me, so, sort of, because I yeah I like the character so much, and for him to turn out to be kind of like this, you know, um, horrible entity. Yeah. Well, that's but the a, thing a, mon- that's, a, a monster's got to eat, though. You know, yeah. that's true. the thing that makes that's true, a testament true you to are, the, sir. That's yeah, that's a testament to the yeah. writing and and the acting because the fact that you love those characters so much that you didn't like that they got. In in your opinion, shortchanged at the end, um, yeah. Yeah. and I could I could see that I can see how that would be a valid, in my opinion, feeling. Like, but that's a testament to how good this fucking story was. Is that it bothered you that it ended this way? And and like I was trying to say, knowing Cody, we critique movies on the nightclub. We, we're a little bit less whatever, but like yeah. if you if you want to be objective and and like really sink your teeth. Cody's sinking his teeth right now and he's saying the damn thing and he's being honest. Um, watching certain horror movies, I, I've lost that to a degree when it comes to horror films or indie films in general. But I love, I love that aspect that Cody's bringing right now because he's bringing the fucking hard edge. Um, and, and you're, and it's like you said too, the point that I am like sinking my teeth into it, 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 it's a really well made, film on so many aspects and just 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 for me to talk about it in such a way proves its worth oh yeah you know, for sure oh yeah. yeah i love that you love the characters that much and an eight out of ten is a fucking eight out of ten is great. score yeah. that, who, who else could ask for more dave we're gonna finally go around to you and ask you <laughs> your final thoughts and <laughs> ratings on this film sir yeah, what are your final yeah, we are. Fuck you. Oh, okay. We don't care. <laughs> You're last because you brought the movie to us. So oh, I want to know okay. you last. I want to know Dave right now. Dave, you made this movie. What's it going to be? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I think an eight is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a perfect movie, but we had such a blast making it. Um, I think altogether it 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 stands on its own. Um and uh it seems to have connected with a lot of people. So yeah, eight much eight, eight point eight point five maybe even. Eight point five. Uh, Ricky, bring us home and give us your so, final thoughts and ratings on Uncle so, <laughs> The first time I watched this was Here in twenty twenty when it came out. At that point I gave it I actually gave it an eight out of ten. It made my top my top list that year. Uh, only me and Cole had actually watched it, like out of the the friend group at that time. Because I remember when I brought it up, he was like, "Hold on, hold on, Rickles." He was like, 
oh, I'm coming. I'm coming so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke that he said on the episode when we covered uh, the list. But, um, yeah, so I gave it an 8 out of 10. But out of all the movies I watched that year, aside from... Possessor, probably. Possessor and... um. Was that the same year that Castle Freak remake came out? Ah, it might have been maybe, 2021. Yeah. Because maybe, those maybe. three movies, those three movies are the ones that I remember the most from that year. Mm-hmm. And so if I were to do that list again, Pecker, Uncle Peckerhead would be in the top three for sure. Wow. Yes. Because, because those three movies are like, I couldn't tell you any of the other movies that were on my list that year. <laughs> any of them. I couldn't tell you. That's why lists are fluid, listeners. <laughs> That's why we're, I'm yes. always saying lists are yeah. fluid. It might be number Pro 15, list. but now Pro it's list. up here because I, I remembered it and I kept watching it. I watched the movie, like, I've watched it every year so far. For me, this movie's only grown on me. It touches me. I love it. I love the characters. I've already gone into why it touches me it's hilarious it's got that awkward humor and i mean you know uncle peckerhead man it, it, he's he's just a great character he's a great anti-hero and judy's a great it character shines, I, wanted, man. I wanted yeah yeah I, and i wanted to bring that up like judy's character is just written so well mm-hmm. i think Thank the you problem yeah. with, that you have with max and mel because i see it is that they're just not as well written. They're more there to, right. to sort they're, of they're facilitate her support character her. in a yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, so, you know, which, and there's which, nothing which, wrong with that. It no, makes there's sense. nothing. It serves no, the character. No, no, no. They did, they did fantastic jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that her character is the one that you're really supposed to be like mm-hmm. empathizing with. So they wrote her that way. <laughs> uh, anyway, great performances, great music. I I still need to get the soundtrack. I've been looking for, I've been thinking about that for a while. And I don't know, I I, I might end up with a Duh shirt one day. I don't know. I I still hadn't, uh, (laughs) I still hadn't pulled the trigger, but I know they made them when the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. I have several. Yeah. uh, Anyway, this, I've rambled on enough. This movie's a 10 for me. I love this film. Nightclub 10, even though Cody gave it an 8, and so did David eight and a half. Nightclub 10! Yeah. <laughs> Three 10s, 8.5, and an 8. Yeah, fuck it. It's a Nightclub 10. Fuck it. Yeah, nice. God damn. Nice. That wraps us up, everybody. We done did the Uncle Pecker head. David, thank you so much for being on the Nightclub. Everyone, there's going to be some links in the show notes where you can find David's IMDB. Thank you. David, David. it was nice meeting you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nice meeting y'all. Yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, nice absolutely. And everybody's going to watch Kill List. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we I will. wrote it down. It's on the list. It's on the list. Kill List. I tell you what, I tell you what, you're going to come back and talk about Kill List with us, bud? Wanna... Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Nice. I, would, I would love nice. it if you would, yeah. When life gives you a, a douche heart to munch on sometimes you just gotta pull them down and paint the walls (laughs) embrace whenever your roadie goes off the hinges and get you a stack of cash versus three dollar bills to wipe your ass hey (laughs) nice man
Stay hydrated, whether it's a water bottle or a syringe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> why? Why is every single fucking person I've ever known with a full nose, full ring on their nose, a fucking douchebag? <laughs> Just so you know, some people taste like dog shit, and some people taste like watermelon sherbet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, nice. Let's go.